Five minutes and counting, Lieutenant J.G. Tink Ross reported as he eyed the data that scrolled down the screen in front of him. Roger that, Lieutenant Commander Hall Tanaka acknowledged calmly as he stared at the view screen in the blank nothingness of hyperspace beyond. The naval officer had thick black hair, almond-shaped eyes, and a compact body. The lance was his first command, and even though the D.E. was older than he was, Tanaka was proud of both the ship and his crew. Sound battle stations. Bring primary and secondary weapon systems online. And activate the defense screens. All daggers will stand by for immediate launch. Give me a quick scan as we exit hyperspace, followed by a full-spectrum sweep and a priority alpha target analysis. The ship's executive officer, Lieutenant K.T. Balcom, responded with a pro forma, Aye, aye, sir but there was no need to actually do anything because the orders had been anticipated and the crew was ready. What couldn't be anticipated, however, was what the D.E. would run into as it entered normal space off Nav Beacon CSM-1802. Because even though it was statistically unlikely, there was always the possibility that the Lance would exit hyperspace within missile range of a Romanthian warship. Which, come to think of it, is exactly what we're supposed to do, Tanaka thought to himself, so that the rest of the battle group will have time to drop hyper and respond while the bugs clobber us. The thought brought no sense of resentment, just a determination to succeed. Not just for the Confederacy, but for Tanaka's parents, who had been among thousands killed when the bugs glassed Port Foro on Xena II. Then the time for reflection was passed as the last few seconds ticked away, and DE-11201 entered the Nabor system, which was only a hop, skip, and a hyperspace jump away from the battle group's final destination inside the sector of space controlled by the clone hegemony.